Hey girl, welcome to the Empower Her podcast, where we are all about taking purpose-driven action toward building lives we really freaking love. My name's Keisha, and I'm a saucy 29-year-old who left the corporate world to go on to build a seven-figure online business. But most days, I still feel like I have no clue what I'm doing, but I'm obsessed with the process of us getting to figure it out together. We've got epic guests, incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. Hey girl, welcome to the show. I'm so excited that you're here and that we get to talk about one of my favorite topics, which is how to get pumped up before 9am, right? The reason that I wanted to talk about this is because I get so many questions around it. I get a lot of people that will respond to my Instagram stories that will say, Keisha, how in the world are you so excited all the time? How do I get your energy? Are you this happy all the time? Do you ever get in a bad mood? Do you get sad? Do you get mad? Right? Things like that. And honestly, if I had a nickel for every time I was asked about my excitement, I would have a crap ton of nickels, right? (laughs) But honestly, I am happy a majority of the time. And it's not because my life is perfect. It's not perfect at all, but it is because of my perspective. And then the routine that I built around myself to put myself in the best state possible as frequently as I can. Of course, I get in a bad mood. Of course, things make me sad and make me mad. And of course, I get frustrated with my boyfriend, Sina when I'm the one who got locked out of my Bank of America account because I can't remember my damn password. And then Bank of America is like, Keisha, you can't use your last five passwords. And I'm like, I don't know any other passwords. (laughs) Honestly, maybe you can relate to that. (laughs) But I'm human, just like you are. But here's the thing. One of my superpowers is that I do get sad and I do get down. And sometimes I get really frustrated, but I rebound quickly quicker than most people that I know. And honestly, I'll do an entire episode on that if you think that would be helpful. But for today, I want to talk to you about something that I think could really serve you right now, which is five ways that I get pumped up. Insert the time frame that works for you. I'm saying by 9 a.m. Because this podcast is all about taking action, it's really important for me that I give you actual tools. Because I do think a lot of times we walk around motivated or inspired, but that's temporary. I want you to have action steps. So some of these you might think are weird, but they help me and I want to help you in case it can. So let's dive in. Number one, I am proactive the night before about having a good day and I do not hit snooze. Let me repeat that. I'm proactive the night before about having a good day that next day, and I do not hit snooze. So before you roll your eyes or turn the podcast off and you're like, oh, she's going to talk about the snooze button, (laughs) hear me out, girl, because it took me a while to get to this point. So if you right now are consistently hitting that snooze, you've got to just commit to trying this and humoring me because it might work for you too. But every single morning, my alarm goes off as yours does, but I changed the title of the actual alarm myself. So if you have an iPhone, some of you might know this, maybe you don't know this, 
the label on the iPhone, you can actually change it. So you can change what it says. I change mine to say something positive and I'll often change it the night before for the next day. So I believe in talking to myself like I would talk to my best friend. That keeps me in a really happy mode. Um, So I don't say negative things like get up lazy or girl, you need a workout or something weird like that. But instead, I'll say things like, girlfriend, you're on fire. Let's keep this party train rolling. Or girl, how hot is the guy that you get to work out with? (laughs) In reference to my boyfriend, Cena, right? So my label of my actual alarm itself is the first thing that I see. And then I five, four, three, two, one, Mel Robbins style, jump out of bed. And I do not hit snooze. If you aren't familiar with Mel Robbins, she's a really incredible speaker and author. And she is the person who wrote the book, The Five Second Rule. And I love that book so much. I highly recommend it to all of the girls that join my virtual boot camps. Such a great book. And it sounds really ridiculous that you can count from five to one and that it can actually work to get your butt out of bed. But cognitively, it does. You have to make sure that you're counting backwards not like one through five, but five, four, three, two, one. When you hit one, you launch your actual body out of the bed like a damn rocket ship, right? (laughs) Like I said, it sounds crazy, but humor me and try that. So number one, be proactive the night before about your alarms and what they actually say, and then do not hit snooze, okay? Number two, I walk straight into the bathroom to brush my teeth. And while I'm brushing my teeth, I acknowledge my own self-confirming bias, the bias that we all have, and I use it to serve me. So that sounds a little heavy for a morning teeth brushing routine, but I'll be honest, my boyfriend is a dentist. So we believe in doing the full rotation of your Sonicare. So I do have a little bit of time, but what I do is I'm acknowledging my own self-confirming bias that we all have as humans and I use it to serve me. So think about it. As humans, we are always looking for evidence to support whatever we decide. Think about it. You decide you're going to have a bad day. It's because you're thinking about all of the bad things or potentially frustrating things that could happen. And you're thinking about that when you first start your day. Shouldn't you expect that your brain, who's trying to keep things organized for you and protect you, is going to look for evidence to prove that thought to be true? Humor me on this, okay? So you wake up, you're brushing your teeth. Instead of thinking about the positive things that you can get excited about, you're thinking about how frustrating your day is going to be. You're thinking about the traffic, you're probably going to be late you know, because you were hitting the snooze button. (laughs) You're thinking about how your husband left his boxers right by the shower. And that's just freaking annoying. And then you're thinking about Sally Sue. (laughs) I always say Sally Sue because I don't know a Sally Sue, but you're thinking about Sally Sue from HR who's been on you about this report that you need to turn in and you just haven't done. And you're like, crap, I got to do that report. It's due today. You're setting your tone for the day. You've already decided it's going to be frustrating and you're annoyed. Then I'm going to play this out for you. Okay. I like to play things out. You walk out, you 
put your white shirt on because of course you have to wear white when we're giving an example. You walk to the coffee pot. You're about to leave for work. You spill coffee on your shirt and you say something like this to yourself. I knew this was going to be a bad day. So you got to go back to your closet and you aggressively just go through the hangers. You're like, got to find another shirt. You change your shirt and now you are actually late. Then you get into traffic Let's not point out that it's the same traffic that you're normally in, but you're extra pissed because you had to change your shirt and your husband left his boxers and you notice it. And Sally Sue in HR is just, you're ready for her to chirp in your ear. Then you're already mad. You get to work. You go to your first meeting. It's at 830. Your boss, he just kind of disregards this idea that you had. And now you've decided it's 832 and your entire day is ruined. Then you come home and you take it out on your spouse because you guys were already fighting about something the night before, but now you're extra frustrated. I get it. If this was a video, I would definitely have one of those banners that says like, this is, you know, dramatic effect, right? Across the screen, but you catch my drift, right? You get my point here. Did you really have a bad day? Or did you have a bad minute? Like when you spilled your coffee on your white shirt that you just decided to turn into a bad day because throughout the entire day and morning, you looked for evidence to support that it was in fact going to be a bad day. When instead, to go back to number two, you could have brushed your teeth and acknowledged your own self-confirming bias that you were going to make it a good day. You were going to use that to serve you and you were going to look for evidence to support that it was going to be a good day. Hear me out. While you're brushing your teeth, let's take it back, okay? So you step one, you five, four, three, two, one, jumped out of bed after your alarm was super awesome. Something so inspiring. You went straight to your bathroom to brush your teeth. I think Sonicare should pay me because I've mentioned Sonicare so many times, but whatever, you use your toothbrush, you brush your teeth. And instead of thinking about the negative things or the frustrating things, you're asking yourself the simple question, what can I get most excited about today? Why is today going to be a good day? And you start your day that way. All of a sudden, you put on your white shirt and you spill coffee, you can laugh about it, right? Okay, I digress. (laughs) Number one, you're proactive the night before about having a good day with your alarm and you refuse to hit snooze. Number two, while you're brushing your teeth, you acknowledge your own self-confirming bias and you use it to serve you. Now, step number three, I personally exercise before I start my day. I'm a huge advocate of filling my cup to the point of overflow so that I can pour into other people from the excess. And when I work out in the morning, those endorphins, they give me life. So if you really want your best energy, which in turn often creates the best mood, you've got to move. You got to move, girl. It doesn't have to be hardcore. I personally love HIIT workouts and weight-based workouts. I love streaming them from my iPod, whatever, right? Honestly, I even bought a trampoline on Amazon. It's like one of those miniature ones. It was $30 on Amazon Prime. 
Highly recommend it. Again, Amazon Prime should pay me because I'm just selling trampolines. But while I wouldn't consider the trampoline a fitness routine, it does help you move. And movement first thing in the morning is so crucial. Brennan Burchard, who I love, um, we're friends. Well, not yet. We will be just putting it out there in the universe. He has this famous quote and I love it. The power plant does not have energy. It generates energy. So how do I generate energy to in turn have a really awesome pumped day? I move to create that energy in my body. And I generate that energy early and I generate it often throughout the day with movement. Starting in the morning, it just really fills my cup so much so that it carries on throughout the day. So I highly recommend becoming a morning person. And while I can already see that I'm going to be getting people that are sliding into my DMs on Instagram saying, Keisha, I loved your podcast, but I'm not a morning person. I will tell you, girl, I get it. I was not either until I decided I wanted to be. I wanted to be a pumped up ninja unicorn. (laughs) And I value my energy more than I value my excuses. So you can say you're not a morning person, but I will tell you, if you become one, I really do think your day will change. Okay? A decision got me started. The decision was simple. It was, I want to be a morning person. I want to move in the morning. And then accountability kept me going. So find an online tribe, find a girlfriend, find a family member, find someone to help you build that habit of getting yourself moving in the morning, whether that's an actual workout, which I highly recommend, or it's even just movement in terms of yoga or buying a $30 trampoline. Because the beginning of any new habit is the hardest. But once you build up that momentum and it's at your back, it's so much easier to keep going. Okay. So that was number three, which is move, right? I start my day with a workout, but start your day with movement in some way. Okay. Number four, I celebrate every single small win and to give myself more opportunities to celebrate small wins. I set small goals, which gives me more opportunities for celebration, right? So you may or may not know that I have a large business with network marketing. And a lot of that is built on consistency of showing up over time. So it's the small little things that are so simple to do, but they're also so simple not to do. The difference between the people that have a lot of success in terms of impact and income in network marketing is simply that they're the people that just decide to do those little things consistently over time. So when I was first starting to build my business, I found myself asking the question often, how can I make this more fun? How can I make this more enjoyable? How can I fall in love with the process, not what the process produces? And it sounds trivial, but I do think that play and joy of the journey mentality is the reason that I'm able to be so productive and also so consistent. So think about it. I'll give you a couple of examples. A basic task at work or in your business, if you're an entrepreneur, set a timer on your phone going backwards. It's kind of funny because if you think about it, when you set a timer going backwards, it makes it a game. And it's funny because however Uh, like amount of time, whatever amount of time that we allot to something that typically is the amount of time that actually takes to do the thing, right? Think about it. Like 
if your significant other is like, babe, we got to go in five minutes. We got to be out the door. All of a sudden you can just like slam on mascara and bronzer and you're just like putting on your outfit and you're ready to go in five minutes because you have to leave. But if you have 45 minutes, it's going to probably take you 45 minutes. So not only does setting a timer on your phone going backwards help you become more productive, which in turn makes you more excited and more pumped, it also gives you more reasons to celebrate. Because when that timer goes off, you get an opportunity to celebrate what you've accomplished in a small allotted time. And I'll give you one more example. If you're on your way commuting to work, every single time that I get into my car, I have a water bottle that's completely full. It doesn't matter if I'm going five minutes away or if I'm going 45 minutes away. I make it a game that I am going to drink that water bottle before I exit the vehicle. I always do. And then I celebrate. I celebrate that small win and it gives me this endorphin boost and it's fun. It makes the little things so freaking fun. One more tip on that, because I do think this is really huge, is I'll loop other people into the celebrations with me because that community and bringing someone into joy-based goals is so fun. So our team, we've got a large team of coaches. If we decide that we're going to hit a big goal, I'll often include them in the celebration, even if it's just on a video call. My assistant, Lacey and I, who's just, she's a magical unicorn. Every single 1,000 downloads of this podcast, <laughs> we get on our trampolines because of course, right? I bought her a trampoline off Amazon, 30 bucks. Amazon, holler at your girl. <laughs> Every time we get 1,000 downloads of this podcast, we celebrate by having a Beyonce dance party <laughs> and we jump on our trampolines and FaceTime, Right. I'm not going to wait until we have thousands of subscribers on this podcast to celebrate. I'm going to celebrate little milestones along the way, just like I didn't wait to celebrate when I made thousands of dollars in my business. I celebrated every little thing along the way. So how can you apply that logic to your day-to-day life? And how can you apply it even to little tasks that you're doing in the morning before you even start your day? So you're banking on getting tiny little celebrations to give you that boost of energy, excitement, and a giant deposit of confidence in your bucket before 9 a.m., right? So it's all about the joy in the journey and falling in love with the process, not just what the process produces, okay? So finally, number five, and this one is super simple. I lift someone else up every single morning. Random acts of kindness. That matters, right? It is so dang simple to send a text message to your mom, to your grandma. My grandma just started texting and I got so excited. Your mom, your grandma, your aunt, your sister, your neighbor, your coworker, your husband, your wife. It's so simple to send a text and say, I appreciate you. I love the way that you're showing up in the world. Thank you for being you. You're gorgeous. I'm so grateful that you're my friend. It's so simple to do those tiny little things. It's also so simple not to. But lifting someone else up, that makes you feel so damn good. And guess what? It'll take you 10 freaking seconds. 
to tell someone that they matter to you. Relationships matter. And you feeling pumped up and excited for your day, that really freaking matters. So let's recap. Number one, you're going to be proactive the night before by labeling your alarms so that you have a good day. And the first thing that you see is an awesome saying that you wrote for yourself and you do not hit snooze. Five, four, three, two, one, girl, you got this. Okay. Number two, when you're brushing your teeth, you're going to acknowledge self-confirming bias. That's a real thing, but you're going to use it to serve you and ask yourself the question, what can I get most excited about for today? And what am I most pumped about for the day looking forward? Number three, you're going to exercise before you start your day. If you don't want to commit to a full workout, you're going to do some sort of movement, whether that's stretching or yoga or jumping on a trampoline or having a dance party, some type of movement. Number four, you're going to celebrate the small wins and you're going to give yourself small, tiny little goals that maybe even seem kind of stupid, but it gives you more opportunity to celebrate and life is to be celebrated, right? And number five, you're going to lift someone else up in the morning. First thing, and I think that if you do one or two or maybe all five of those things that you are guaranteed to be pumped up before 9 a.m. Can't wait to hear what you guys think. Talk to you soon, girl. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode, I would so appreciate it if you share with your girlfriends or better yet, post it on Instagram stories and tag me. Then I can personally say thank you for helping me get this message out there. And if you didn't vibe with it, just keep that to yourself. I'm kind of new here. Still trying to figure it all out. Talk to you soon, girl.